I'm Charles Boda, and this is your Diz Daily Fix for July 17th, 2018. Central Florida theme parks have just released their injury reports for the second quarter of this year, with a grand total of 18 incidents reported, including both a death and possibly a birth. Parks in Central Florida submit these reports in an effort to avoid major inspections, and they only include injuries which result in a hospital stay of 24 hours or more, or a fatality. Now, 15 of the incidents belong to Walt Disney World, three belong to Universal, and SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, and Legoland had nothing to report for this quarter. As is usually the case, the majority of these incidents involve those with pre-existing conditions or were your standard dizziness, nausea kind of symptoms. One incident did result in a fatality, however, as a 70-year-old male passed away from a heart attack after experiencing Blizzard Beach's Meltaway Bay last month. The other standout incident on the report was a guest who went into labor after riding Kilimanjaro Safari in Disney's Animal Kingdom. While the report does not give further details about the situation, we can only assume that once the child was born, Animal Kingdom's wisest monkey snatched it from the nursing ward and brought it to the top of Pride Rock, where it was introduced to its new subjects. Now, if you're heading to Animal Kingdom to celebrate the birth of our new Safari Messiah, Disney has a new viewing option for Rivers of Light that you may want to take advantage of. Starting August 6th and available on select nights, the Rivers of Light Dessert Party will give you the option of enjoying the show with a VIP view after partaking in an array of Disney Animal Kingdom-themed house-made desserts, snacks, and specialty alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. And check-in for the party will begin 60 minutes prior to the show at the Rivers of Light Asia Viewing Area Terrace, located across from Expedition Everest. The price is $79 for adults and $47 for children, including tax, and payment in full is required at the time of booking. Reservations are currently available, so give that a look. And that isn't all for Animal Kingdom food news. The park has also announced a number of changes to their food options, starting with a new family-style dining experience at Pizzafari. Beginning July 31st and running daily from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., guests can choose to opt for a dining experience where they check in at the podium, place their drink orders, and then are seated in one of the dining rooms set aside for the family-style dining. Plates of food will be delivered to the table, including two salads and three different entrees, including pasta, chicken, and pizza, plus a dessert. Now, the cost will run you $19.99 um, for guests over 10 and $11.99 for guests 3 to 9, including tax and non-alcoholic beverages, or it'll run you one quick service credit on the Disney dining plan. Uh, reservations will be available on July 17th, and those not interested in the family-style option can still do the casual quick service as normal. The regular quick service menu will be a bit different, though, as Pizzafari has returned to the classic round pizzas, including cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and a sausage and pepperoni pizza. The shrimp flatbread is still on the menu. Now, that's just the beginning of Animal Kingdom's menu changes, as Tiffin's Restaurant also has some new items to try on their brand new lunch menu. The two-course lunch includes a choice of entree, plus either an appetizer or dessert. Some of the appetizers to choose from are an apple walnut salad or spiced chickpea falafel. For the entree, options include wagyu beef tangine, uh, paella, or roasted chicken breast. The dessert duo features South American chocolate ganache and guava mousse. Now, the two-course lunch menu is $35 per person, plus tax and gratuity, or two table service credits on the Disney dining plan, and reservations are suggested for that. 
Now, there are also new uh, menu items at Flame Tree Barbecue, Dino Diner, Restaurantosaurus, Harambe Market, Satu Lee Canteen, and the Warung Outpost. So check our article on www.info.com for the full details and images. Now, today's featured article is the fourth installment in Zoe Wood's series focusing on Disney Parks planning uh, for families with special needs children. In Top Disney Tips for Visiting the Parks with Excitable Kids or Special Needs, Zoe gives a park-by-park breakdown of what to plan for at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World resorts, as well as suggested resort hotel options. So make sure to give that a look today. Now, turning on the boards today is a thread that was started by poster Tinkerbell and Eeyore, titled Disney After Hours Only Three Hours. In the thread, she expresses her feelings on the Disney After Hours hard-ticketed event only being three hours long, and others are piping in to share their experiences, including how you're allowed to enter the park several hours before the official start of the event. Now, stop by the Theme Parks Attractions and Strategies Forum at disboards.com to share the thoughts yourself. Share your thoughts yourself. Something that makes sense. Uh, Join us today at 1 o'clock for the Dis Unplugged Walt Disney World edition, where we'll cover this week's news and engage in some lively Disney discussions. You can check that out on disunplugged.com at 1 p.m. today. Uh, For the weather today, Orlando will have partly cloudy skies with afternoon thunderstorms. Zero surprises there. Uh, The high is 91 and the low is 76 with an 80% chance of rain. Also, no surprises in Anaheim, as they'll have their usually cloudy morning, followed by sunny skies later in the day, with a high of 86 and a low of 70. Oh, for information on everything I've mentioned, go to wdwinfo.com slash dailyfix, and that will be it for me today. But join us again tomorrow for another installment of your Diz Daily Fix. (laughs) 